I'm about to lose my mind. This is my fourth time recording this. I keep on forgetting things to say. I didn't have the mic turned on for one of them. I'm a steaming mess, whatever that means. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Advice Would Be Nice. We are so happy that you're here. And if you want the most of this experience, if you want the full visual audio experience, you better be subscribed to us on YouTube. That is the best way to watch this show, at Advice Would Be Nice. Like and subscribe, as the YouTubers say. We're pretty new to it, so we're still making that sound natural. And if you haven't already, follow the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I mean, you don't want to miss any episodes of the show, do you? I mean, do you? I mean, come on. You don't want to be sitting around the water cooler at the office and they're talking about the newest episode and you haven't even listened to it yet? My brother Jacob, what's up, dude? Why haven't you listened to every episode? Probably be two months until you listen to this one. Cassidy, let him know. That's his wife. And also, if you want to spread this show to other people, please just be a darling. Give this show five stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Share it with a friend. Tell them, hey, there's this really funny show by this guy I know. I know the host. His name's Evan. Maybe you know me. Maybe you don't. I hope we know each other. I love you, but please share the show with as many people as you can. If this show grows more and more and more, that just puts us even closer to making the show become a career, something that we can do even more often, release more episodes. And the most important thing of all, do not forget, do not forget to submit into the show. What do you mean? You don't got problems? We all got problems and you need advice on them. So submit into the show at awbnsubmissions at gmail.com. It's damn near the easiest thing you'll ever do. But if you want your voice to be on the show, your beautiful voice, call the voicemail at 424-253-4643. And if that's too much information for all of you to to wrap into your minds, you got a lot going on. All this information is in the description below. But thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. We got a good one for you. Hannah Hawkins Henderson, my wife, returns to give some people some advice. So thank you for tuning in. I love you. Hello? Hey, I was wondering if I could get your advice on something. Of course. I'm all ears. How can I help? Advice would be nice. Advice would be nice. Some advice. Hi, this is Hannah Hawkins. You're listening to Advice Would Be Nice. And then you should have gone. And you're watching Disney Channel. And you're watching Disney Channel. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, oh, always tying it back <laughs> to Disney. Oh, we got to get on with the show. Oh, damn it. <laughs> All right. I, we got a. I, huh? I got a good one. <laughs> for us we got our first <laughs> voicemail Woo! <laughs> whoa <laughs> hey um i've only listened to it once so this okay. is this will be a treat for you guys so buckle up it's about <laughs> a minute so everyone listening it's enjoy yourselves all right hey evan and uh, jr uh my name's terry i live in northern california and i have a ghost, maybe an intruder living in my house. <laughs> so to start, my house is nice. I live in the Mission District of San Francisco, and my house was my parents before they passed. But after they died, they left it to me. 
living in San Francisco with no rent. Mission District sounds awesome, right? Listen, about two months ago, I started noticing little things. Like the TV would turn on in the middle of the night, and, uh, and some food would go missing out of my fridge, and I would hear noises. <laughs> yeah, this happened four or five times over the past couple months. Now, full disclosure, I smoke a lot of weed. I do have friends over occasionally, but I swear on my life. This is only happening when I'm alone. I checked my whole house, and I didn't find anything, but I'm going nuts at every sound I hear. Everything. Genuinely don't know what to do. I would sell, but it's the only thing I have left to my family. So my advice would be nice, fellas. Well, there you have it. Whoa. So Terry, Terry has a ghost problem. Oh, Terry. no. I think we need to let our guest uh, take the first shot at this one. Hannah, Please. What, what should Terry do? Why me first? <laughs> you got to be first. Sorry. It's it's a, it's the way we do things around here. We've only never done this, but this is the way we're going to do things. Our guests eat first. Well, uh-huh. first of all, I think Terry is just sleep eating for sure. <laughs> mm. That's why the food's going missing in his fridge. Easy solution there. He is a weed um, smoker. Yes. He's smoke the puffing the, the devil's jump. lettuce. Yep. Uh-huh. How do you explain the sounds? I think though? there's that's just like in when you're alone in a house, there's always sounds. I don't know. I'm not a big ghost person. Jared, what's your take? To piggyback off of what Hannah just said, you would have to believe in ghosts to believe Terry is actually experiencing a ghost. I just choose not to believe in ghosts because it scares me too much. I just choose not to believe. <laughs> I respect it. I'm not you know a, a good. I'm extraterrestrial. Not not me. Not I don't know, I'm, but it's like when you're in the middle. Like, especially when you were a kid, I know we're not kids anymore, but like when you're in the house alone, you start hearing things, your mind starts, like your imagination starts going. Oh yeah, for sure. feels like anything's possible. I I think like probably, I don't know about you guys, but I experienced some kind of ghost encounters when I was young. What? Yeah, low key. You know what I mean? We got to hear this. Shit. Maybe it'll help Terry with, with your experience. Okay, there was one time I was outside playing by myself. I was like, I don't know. I can't remember why, but like I was like, my driveway was like relatively long, but not really. But back then, you know, as a kid, the driveway feels like a like like a mile long. It really wasn't that big. But like I was on like my little bike. So you got a long driveway. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. We get no, it. No, I really did. No, um, no, no. I was broke, bro. He's like no, a whole no. entryway. There's like no, a gate no, no, no. and everything. A gravel driveway. Security guards out front with AKs. Continue. So I remember I was at the bottom of my driveway and I see like almost this orb that was white. That was like right by the left side of my house. Like if I'm looking at my house, it's towards the left side. And then I was like, what the hell is that? So then I walk towards it and then like it keeps like floating away. And then I was like, whoa. So then I kept trying to chase it. And I was like maybe six. So I was very young. And you're you know chasing it yeah you know me and so that i see it and then like i'm like right in front of it and then it basically said like don't follow me and then it like disappeared what that was, yeah that was low-key kind of scary but like it wasn't in a scary way like it was like uh just don't follow me and then i was like all right bet I won't <laughs> just like you. bro what like, i was what like bro hey what if i followed here. you you know <laughs> yeah, i'm just going yeah, for a walk yeah. i'm an orb i'm just floating around <laughs> But it was like a chill one, you know what I mean? Like I wasn't scared or nothing. 
but that was an example of like where I had like a yeah. almost like I would say a ghost or like a maybe spiritual experience. But um, I, I could see maybe where, and I know my sisters have. My house in Florida was like on a ancient burial Native American land. There was even a part of my neighborhood that was like blocked off where they had graveyards and like burials of, of oh, wow. Native Americans. So it was probably haunted low key. So I think there's definitely something about uh, energy being left uh, when people pass away in certain houses or areas. Um, so maybe Terry is being haunted. I would sell the house. Yeah. So I know Terry said he didn't want to sell the house, but I think that's a, you just, you know, haunting of Hill house. They could have just settled that if they just, you know, got rid of the house and never <laughs> gone back. You would have been fine. True. It's in you know, San Francisco. Real estate is booming. I need you to sell the house. Yeah. Before get out of the, there. Before the housing market crashes, get out of there. You're just going to walk out with a big old chunk of change. Yeah, San Francisco so Mission District, I'm sure that house is worth a lot. Yeah. Especially if it's like a family house. I'm with you on that. I think but, selling yeah, for multiple reasons, but yeah. ghosts, I don't know. The ghost, I don't know. I I don't know, tough. but there's a there's a thing that like people I think you were about to say this earlier, Jared, was that like kids are more in touch with um like spirits or something because Definitely. Yeah. My Joe mom has talked about this because it's like they're more water and it's like something about the water. That's Joe's take on it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Shout out to Joe. But of course like, connection to water. Yeah. Kids are more connected to spirits. To water. Um Yeah. Because of their water content or something, but that's it. My thing, mom though. has a story of me, like as a kid in my crib. She like heard me talking to somebody in my room, and she like walked in, and I was like staring at the corner, and she's like, "What are you? What are you doing, Hannah?" And I said that I was talking to my angel, and I was like looking at her or I, whatever in the, in I've the got, corner. I've got chills right now. It's hard to see them, but I I got them. Stuff like so I, I mean, I'm, I, I mean, that, yeah. I'm a very like spiritual person, so I definitely believe in like all of all of the things. But I think that's why it scares me so much because like I know that there's like the negative side of that as well, totally. you know. Mm -hmm. And like I just kind of have to like believe that it's not there, <laughs> and that the uh, the good spirits that I believe in will keep me safe. <laughs> Well, maybe Terry's got one of those good spirits, and th that's just a little hungry. And that's maybe it's true. the same thing as Jr. The spirits just like, "Hey, man, I'm just like, I'm just trying to eat. Can we just not? Yeah, just do leave this? me alone, bro. You just leave me alone. Like, quit following me. <laughs> like, I lived here first. If we're getting technical about it, so <laughs> yeah. I think you sell the house. You got to sell the house. It's just you don't want to deal with it. You know what I mean? I don't know if you guys ever moved from childhood homes. Very emotional. You know, yeah. See, I moved so much growing up. I don't understand being like attached to a home like that. You know? Uh, yeah, no, I could see that. If you're moving, then it's like you don't put significance in a, a house. Like the significance like for me is like the stuff within the house, like the family stuff that you take with you, like the memory. I don't know. That's actually a good point because maybe something is haunted in Terry's house and it's not the actual house, but maybe it's like a. Like maybe a, if he moved, it'll face. follow. Yeah, like exactly. in, yeah. like in Insidious. Yeah, there's. A, it's like within. Have... It's like within the kid and the and the dad. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. This... it's in Terry. <laughs> it's in Terry. Oh, poor Terry, man. We have this mirror that I swear is like a haunted object. 
What? No, it's not. If anything was haunted, like... if anything was haunted, that that thing is definitely haunted for sure. Doesn't this look like this is something that would be haunted? Oh, it has earrings. Exactly. Look at this thing on top. That is. <laughs> that's a spiritual like signal, like a lighthouse. Yeah, like this is what the witch used to like put her makeup on. <laughs> if anything's haunted in our house, it's this thing. It's definitely gonna be that. Have you guys experienced anything ghost related? Um, no, not that like I don't know, of course, like weird things. But there's always like an explanation for it. I feel like and sounds and whatever. You're just yeah. like, oh, okay. Our bedroom light is always like weirdly flickering. Um, that's like probably the weirdest thing. I but, think like, that's just, just electrical. I know it's so. a dimming light. You know, I was trying to. I was trying to be. Light. I was trying to yeah. be open-minded to that. But exactly, <laughs> there's a there's the a spirits stay out of this bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had like anything really. Um, I mean, there was one time when I was in middle school. We had a statue of, of Jesus down the hallway of of my uh, my school, and I swear, like. It sounds so stupid saying this out loud, but I swear, like, the statue just went, like, just waved its hand, <laughs> just waved at me, and... Jesus is like, yo, bro. He's like, what's <laughs> happening, cuz? <laughs> you know I got you, family. Yeah, and, like, that, like, scared me, but then I quickly shrugged it off. I'm like, I'm I'm freaking out. But I've See, never... That's- I that. wonder if that's the kid's brain. You know what I mean? Like how they say mm-hmm. kids are more adaptable. Maybe it's because our brains are informed. And I'm not going to say we're like hallucinating, but it's like there's so much development going on in the brain. It's yeah. at an early age. It's hard to be like, well, and like oh, those... little kids know best about spiritual things. I don't know if that's true. And like those memories, I don't know. They can, they, as your brain keeps developing over time, like your, re- like your recall of that orb I don't know, is, is also formed. You know what I mean? Like that experience has like grown and changed since that moment, whatever that experience totally. was, you know? Like your yes. memory of it, every time you recall it is a slightly different, you know? Yes. But that's also trippy too. It's like these experiences as kids, like with extraterrestrial, whatever, um, unless our parents or somebody is experiencing it on the outside, like our experience of it is always changing. I feel like. Yes. Like our memories, you know? My sisters are interesting because, I mean, all ghost encounters, I feel like, are usually with, like, but just by yourself. And then you tell the story to someone else. But, like, my sisters have experienced things together. That makes it, like, a little bit more believable for me. But I'm like, oh, okay. Like, they heard, like, footsteps running down the hall. And, like, it woke both of them up. And, like, stuff like that, that it's like, oh, damn. Okay. That's. That's actually really scary. Or like, My God, like I don't, banging I don't. on the windows, you know, stuff like that, that I'm like, damn. Um, you know, I was hesitant to move in uh, in with them when I moved to L.A. just because of all the ghost stories. But uh, nothing bad has happened. So that's good. So it's not following them. It was in my house in Port St. Lucie, Florida. It stayed Okay, there. what do we feel uh, about, like, people that are more open to the idea of, like, that being true and that happening? Do you think that it happens to them more versus, like, people that mm-hmm. are not as open to it because like me very closed off like not 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 gonna happen i don't feel like i've experienced that whereas yeah, like, like i feel like maybe your sisters are a little bit more open to that happening and like that connection to if there is go if there are ghosts like but i don't that's know that's an interesting point also with like the brain that it's like you, you almost see what you want to see 
For sure. You you believe what you want to believe. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe if there was, like, a big uh, sound in the hallway for my sisters, for example. I'm not saying that it didn't happen or whatever, but let's just say. No, yeah. It was, like, sounds that sounded like it. Like a rat running up in the attic, but they both heard it, like, outside the, the room. Like, they both woke up and they're like, oh, my God, did you hear that? It was, like, footsteps. And then one of them is like, yeah, oh, my God. You know? Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. It's because one of them identified it as footsteps and the other one is, like, convinced that it is. Yeah. So, I, don't know. I think. Or, or there's ghosts and they, and they have experienced that. Um, it's tough. But I yeah. think, yeah, if you're more susceptible, like if you're more open-minded to the idea of it, I definitely think more spirits probably are more willing to communicate with you, probably. I would say yeah. that, that, makes, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, If you're listening for it, you'll hear it, you know? Yeah. I believe that 100%. So I respect it. Um I, I don't like that stuff, so please leave me alone. Ghost. Yeah, same, you know same, yeah. same. I don't, I don't want that sauce. I don't you, want that you heat. Do you quit following me? Quit. Me, I won't follow you anymore. Quit following me. I'll follow you on Instagram. I'm not trying to follow you on IRL, bro. That's it. Don't. Uh, we'll we'll wrap it up for Terry. Yeah, uh, Terry, sell the house. That's plain and simple. Only option. Yeah. Sadly, let's let's move on to another. We have uh, Kevin and Cassidy wrote to us. They're from Miami, Florida. Shout out to my hometown, 305. Miami. Mr. Mr. Worldwide. I was at the mall. I'm not going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) No, you have to now. You got to do it. Do it. No. No. So here's the deal Kevin and Cassidy were at the mall, okay? And we saw our uncle kissing. Some random girl that was not our aunt, and oh, now no. we don't know what to do. Should we tell our parents? So Kevin and Cassidy are brother and sister. I'm gonna assume they or are siblings. They're okay. siblings, yeah. Okay. And they saw their uncle kissing a random girl that's not their aunt. Yikes. Do they tell oh. the parents? Hannah, this has to go to you first. Whatever you say does not have to be exactly we we, we offer a lot of bad advice, so don't worry if it's bad. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm not. I'm trying not to go the aggressive route. This is the, you know, Jr. You guys have been going very immediately aggressive, and I would love for this episode to not never wait. include Jr. <laughs> I'm feeling a lot of heat coming you, my way. Evan, you, you as well. Yeah. What? He's, so he's rubbing I'm off going on the me. more, the more realistic, I guess, route. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I would probably make bring it up in conversation with family with other like multiple people around what no like i'd probably bring it up to my 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 parents like my family and then they they can handle they can handle it from there i mean it depends on like how old these people how these like kids are i don't know like if they're like if they're like in high school and they're like at the mall with their friends like seeing that i feel like i feel like i would would have probably needed to bring it up in conversation with my family i don't or know maybe mm. i mean like but if we, they're adults i don't know if i w- i don't know if i would get involved yeah i mean like the the uncle like could be actually separated from his mm. spouse you know so it's like they don't know like they just didn't want to reveal that to the world like hey we're separated that's true like, that's still true. technically married or whatever but there's lots of questions for sure 
Yeah. What if I it mean, was the uncle's hall pass? I, that's true. Now Shit. we're talking. Shit. <laughs> right? Hannah has a hall pass with Dua Lipa. Really? <laughs> like me with Dua? Yeah. That's that's allowed. I think out of out <laughs> of let me it slide. Or Evan, out of me or Evan, I think Hannah could definitely pull Dua for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's an obvious. I've got no chance. So yeah. you know, yeah, there's no way. And then H- Hannah, she's surefire shot right there. But yeah, it could be a hall pass. You know, at the right? mall Everyone... though, I don't know. I don't know. That's true. That's true. You know, shit goes down at the mall. Shit, they're in Miami, Florida. They're probably at the Dolphin Mall. That Dolphin Mall is beautiful. If everyone, have you been? Mm. No. Shit, the it's Dolphin big. Mall. Yeah, it's a big one. And so, you know, if there was a hall pass, maybe he met a pretty little lady. You know, maybe they're going into zoomies. You know, checking out the skateboards. <laughs> Did you guys have Spencers in uh, in Miami? Yeah, we do. Maybe Spencers in that back Spencers. aisle. Yeah. Oh, the back aisle, you get all the... Did you ever go there as a kid and, like, you thought you were cool because you're in the back part of Spencer's? And Did you, you see the penis out? hat? Did you see the penis hat? I don't think I ever saw the penis hat. There are a lot of penis-shaped things there. Maybe I missed that one. Damn it! I have a picture of it. Uh, I took a picture it, uh, with the hat. I'm going to have to try to find it. <laughs> <laughs> My friend was like, take a picture, and I was like... Literally, just like that with the pee pee. I'll have to, I'll have to find it now. Oh my god! Maybe that's what the uncle was doing. He was just in Spencer's trying on the penis hats with his friends, and then some oh girls like, "Whoa, you're obviously uh, a man of comedy," and I like that. <laughs> and then they kiss. Yeah, um, I think Evan's hall pass. Trying to talk about that, Evan has brought it up to me. I think it's Lord. Is that true, Hannah? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, what about Lord? Respectfully. Yeah, respectfully, obviously. It's all respectful. Why Lord? Because Hannah, you love Lord too. Why Lord? Not to make this about Lord, but... I love Lord, but I also love Lord more because of Evan's love for her. You know? Yeah. I feel like it is fueled by Evan's love for her. Mm -hmm. You know? I mean, so... Like, everyone loves... like When you're younger, you get connected to certain things that, like become part of your identity you know it's like like when i was in at a vulnerable state in my life i started listening to lord's music and you know that's like i felt really connected to it and then i'm just like you know what lord speaks to me and she's just awesome and people who know me they know that i love lord and it's just it's, she's it's a just part so of random me. it's so random it is so random, but that's why I love that. It, 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 that's why I love that he loves her. She's my top artist every year on Spotify. So I mean, really? I'm a true fan. I'm a point one percent fan. Damn. Actually, no. I want to go to a Lord concert with y'all. Five percent fan this year. Going to the Lord concert with Evan was like one of the best moments ever. It was so fun was to see insane. him. How excited he was, and she how, was. She was phenomenal live. How well. does Evan react? Like, is he screaming along with the lyrics? Yes, but he's also in. just like looks like the happiest kid in the world. Like he just like was like beaming the whole time. It's like a cathartic experience. It was very emotional. It was very ethereal. It was like all the things. It was Damn. a beautiful show. She puts out. She's a great performer. You know, just, yeah. if we're getting down to it, for those who don't really listen to Lord or who have watched a lot of Lord performances, she's a great performer. She's she got a really good. A show. She's got a really good dance. She's like always going like this. Yes. Yeah, 
she's like oh. it's such like she's kind of like an awkward mover but like it's like it commits works. she commits so much like so hard and it's it like works. then it, you, it's it, yeah you're sold maybe that's what the uncle and this girl were connecting over they're like you like lord i do like lord <laughs> oh my gosh there's not a lot of lord zero, fans. there's only like three in the world there's me you and evan henderson so obviously we're meant to be there are hundreds of thousands of lords millions i dare say millions millions she oh, for was sure. one of the biggest artists when, when she was like 16 yeah but where's she been since you know what i'm she saying she has she's made music she went on like a, a world whole tour. yeah last year sorry it wasn't as big as the Eras or tour, two years okay? ago now Eras. who cares about taylor swift you like oh, taylor I swift li- Tana? i like taylor swift i yeah. love taylor swift what? You flip flopping <laughs> son of a bitch. I go we're losing the man. topic at hand here. We're, we, yeah, we're, you you guys haven't answered yet what Kevin you would do Cassidy or what you think they should do. Who you who do you think they should tell someone? Do you think they should just keep I it to themselves? I think they should approach the uncle. Just say like, hey, I don't know, like I don't want to get in your business. I'm not talking to anyone about this, but like I saw you kissing someone and it was weird for me. I just like I'm not gonna tell you what to do, but I'm just saying that I saw it. I'm not gonna tell anyone, but I think you need to figure something out. Mm. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, if this was me, I wouldn't say anything. It's none of my business. <laughs> Point blank. That's period. the most calm Jr. response I've ever heard. I know. Literally. <laughs> you know, there's either that right, or you see the uncle, you spot him, you run over. You oh, grab no. a knife and then you I stab knew him. It. No, you know, there's not. either that or you just ignore it completely because it's none of your business, you know. And you ha- and you bonded over with your with your brother or sister, and you can use this for for trauma development as you get older, you know. And then Ultimately, you wonder the why you're not in a relationship. Character. Yeah, and then you have intimacy issues, and then you're like, damn, why does anyone get with anyone? Because they're just going to cheat, you know. It, it's a real thing. Okay, so we have a few good options. Uh, stabbing <laughs> is not one of them. Of no, so I wanted to make a disclaimer. A disclaimer on when I first on the intro of me here, I was like, no stabbing, no, none uh-huh. of that, none of that talk on this one. <laughs> I'm yeah, glad. No, totally. In our first, I don't one, like we... that. That that's been your through line for every episode. Yeah, good no, job. I agree. <laughs> yeah, I agree. See on a billboard someday, just FBI's <laughs> most wanted. But I think the the good thing about the first one with the voicemail and Terry that we had an ethereal object that can't be stabbed. So that's true. Jr. didn't have an option to recommend stabbing. Sadly, but you know I would have. You know, um, not for lack of trying. I think you you would have you would have given it a, a good shot. And it's just options, right? I'm just here to throw pasta at the wall. We're seeing what sticks. So you know. If you have a knife on you, you can shank them. I'm just saying. Per, I'm just saying. It's an option. But regardless, for me, I would just ignore it. Bond with your sister. That how how weird is that? And depends also how close you are with the uncle. You know, because mm-hmm. like if you love the uncle, I could see that that would be really messed up. You know, well, that would make you want to like if you really love the uncle, that would make you want to get involved more. It's like I love this guy. So like, why is he doing this? I feel like I should say something. I don't yeah. know how old kevin and cassidy are um or you could go maybe you hate the uncle you could go like the full private investigator route like get pictures of him and like blackmail him get him to buy a new car pay for your college it could work this thing is always just better to talk about it (laughs) (laughs) yeah you could just take hannah's advice which was way better and just like 
just be honest, you know. <laughs> we'll see, and that's why we're starting to bring people on here because we obviously have a very skewed look at reality. JR wants to stab people. I'm trying to blackmail people. It's <laughs> some actual advice would be nice, um, yeah, that and that's why we be. brought you, Hannah. You are our moral compass. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Hannah's just a permanent guest, you know, at this point. I think <laughs> yeah. she brings a nice angle to our show that we needed, to be quite honest with you. You bring Keep hearts. you boys grounded. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got mom here keeping us, <laughs> keeping us on the ground. Thank you for submitting Kevin and, and Cassidy, if that's your real name. Well, next we have Catherine. Catherine is in California. All right, strap in. This is a long one. Okay. Allie Kathy, <laughs> let's hear it. Woo. She writes in, I am the breadwinner of my family. My husband does not have a job because he is working on his dream career. And if you asked me a year ago, I would have said that that was fine. Uh, but the only problem now is that I hate my job. It is making me a miserable person. And I feel like it is making me a miserable wife. When my husband asks me what's wrong, I tell him nothing and that everything is fine because I don't want him to feel guilty. But on the inside, mm. oh, I want to scream. We have no kids, but we have the obvious bills. And if I were to quit, we would most likely become homeless or we'd have to move in with his parents who don't like me. I have no friends because all I do is work and I can't talk to my husband about how I feel. What would you do in this situation, please? help heavy it's a heavy one i think we definitely should hear from hannah um yeah because oh, you can mute me to be honest i mean from a from a woman's perspective with a husband um and as the breadwinner of our family um, <laughs> i think you have some true insight on this not that i don't have a job i have a job no yes you do and you work very hard oh thank you Hannah, is this, did you write in as an alias? Is this <laughs> no. Yeah, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> well, there was one flag right there in the middle when he asks her if she's okay and she doesn't, she says, or when he asks her what's wrong and she says nothing. That's the, that's the kicker right there. They got to so talk gotta about it. Up. Yeah, open she's up. She's got to open up about it. But I mean, there's a lot of layers in there. You know, I think... I think she also has to like search for happiness for herself as well in the job that she's in. Maybe if like that's what she feels like she needs to stick at, stick it out. If she wants to keep supporting her husband and whatever he's doing, if that, if that feels like the best path for them, mm-hmm. she's, she's got to find that for herself. But I think you, she still needs like the conversation. It just needs to be more open maybe between them. Yeah, I think with relationships, you know, communication is, is the biggest thing. It is hard, though. I understand the, like, sometimes, like, you don't want to bring up something because you know it's going to hurt them. Or, like, something that you're going through, like, individually is, I don't know, sometimes you'd think it will just pass, maybe. But it just kind of builds if you don't bring it up and you don't talk about it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it is hard because you don't want to hurt that person's feelings. But I think if you bring it up in a way that there's no blame or there's no, like, attack then there there should be no like hard feelings or like any defense mechanism go up especially with your partner you know like you know with the relationship like i was saying it's it's about communication you got to be open you got to be honest and but like I, it kind of just shows that maybe you know 
having a lot of money isn't the key to happiness, especially with like a, a job that you don't like. I mean, are you not liking the job because you're the one providing the money or do you just not like the job because you don't like the job? Um, mm -hmm. And if like you don't like your job, maybe it's time to start looking into something else, finding a new job and maybe downscaling on some of the other things you spend money on. Maybe that yeah. means moving into a smaller place. I mean, in California, things are expensive. Yeah, but it's, yeah, that's a long process to get that solved. But Or maybe there's like some life things in, at home that you could bring up to your partner or her husband about doing that could help her maybe feel a little bit happier at home. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like if I, you know, like when work is feeling like really heavy and like there's a lot going on and then you feel like you have a lot of stuff going on at home, like that, that doesn't help. So maybe there's like, since he necess he can't really help her with her work, maybe like he can help with something at home or like with their life. So, and like finding something outside of work, that's really fun that like you start to live for, like get really excited yeah. for because that she could do by like herself or they can do together. Yeah, you know, um, finding a hobby, whether like you can literally do anything. Maybe you want to join a uh, like a bowling league or something. That's kind of weird, but it's, like to say, but people love bowling. Like maybe do that. Maybe every Saturday night you go play putt putt golf or you go to movies, something outside of the house. Or Jared, what do you think? I literally was thinking bowling. I don't know why. <laughs> um, the National um, Bowling Association. <laughs> I I love bowling. Are you guys trying to go bowling? I would love to go bowling. Hannah's a great bowler. Really? I'm very good. Yes. Yeah. Oh. I've gotten progressively worse. It's a really <laughs> You just tough you sport. get in your head. You get in your head. No, everyone Evan's, else gets in my head because they make fun of my form. Evan's got hey. the craziest backswing. You don't want to be anywhere how, near. <laughs> how high does it go? Damn. It's got power. Yeah, it I does. hit the ceiling with my backswing. <laughs> It's like it's the crazy. Wii Sports, like you let go of the <laughs> and everyone flies back. <laughs> Woo! Um, but this is this is a tough one, you know. As someone that isn't in a relationship, as someone that I guess is the breadwinner of my own life because I don't have anyone to to really. Uh, yeah, you are supply That's for perspective. <laughs> you feel me, um, I, I, Evan? You brought up a good point. Maybe there's resentment that the husband doesn't have a job. You know what I mean? Could be. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they genuinely hate the job. But maybe it's like, damn, bro, you're working on your dream, but you can't get a job for like four hours a day. You know what I'm saying? So maybe he needs to get a job. I think that would uh, <laughs> maybe maybe helps, you know what I mean? Help her out too. Because like, she's probably like, damn, I can't quit, obviously, because I'm supporting this low-life piece of crap. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, uh, but you know what I'm saying? So like... I think also maybe it would help him be happier because if he gets out of the house, he focuses on different stuff. You could still pursue your dreams while doing something else. So maybe he'll be happier. She'll be less stressed because he could help out somewhat with some financial stuff. Mm -hmm. I think uh, I think a relationship should be 50-50. So I wouldn't think like it, it has nothing to do with gender also. You know what I mean? Because no, like, yeah. if it was still flipped, like I think uh, you know in this situation – if the woman was pursuing her dream, she should still get a job. It's going to make her a better person. Um, so mm -hmm. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. It helps and focus like to, your attention to, 
you know, it's like you and you get a fulfillment working, even if it's just a, a little bit of time you work. And then once you're free from that work, OK, now I can focus more on my my passion. Big time. And like I think to go off of the like 50 50, I don't necessarily like agree fully with that, with like relationships being 50 50. I saw this one thing that oh. like explained it very well. Like, yes, it is. The balance needs to be there, but it's like. Some days you're not at that full 50. Some days you're like feeling like a 20. But then that partner, your partner needs to fill that extra 40. So then they're giving 80 that day. And then the next, like, you know what I mean? You can, you, you, you I mean, obviously in a perfect world, that balance of 50-50 is there. But then, you know, we're not always at that high point or whatever. But mm-hmm. you're always a full 100 together you know like waking up and oh. just being like i'm only i'm i'm only at a 20 today and your partner can be like okay i got you i can spot you you're 40 like I'm, i'll be the 80 today you know and having that conversation of kind of finding that balance to hopefully meet in the middle of that 50 50 most of the time but you know mm-hmm. we're not always we're not always in that realm and relationships aren't about crunching numbers either you know it's just like uh like for instance I I do most of the cooking for Hannah and I, but like yes. that's not a numbers thing for me. It's just like, oh, she's coming home from work late. I'll cook us dinner, which is hard time. for me because I wanna I wanna do the like fifty fifty of like, well, no, you did it tonight. I'll do this today, and like then it becomes like that feeling. I get mad at myself, but he's not expecting that from me, you know. But do you do the dishes? Yes. There you go. That's the fifty. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that that is a and and that's a fair trade off, and it's like, but at the same time, it's not that's not exactly what we're thinking going into it. It's not like, yeah. okay, I mean, some days when I really don't want to do the dishes, I'm like, hey, I cook, can you do the dishes? <laughs> but it's compromised. It's uh, like understanding each other. <laughs> yeah, it's like we're gonna wrestle right now. Loser does the dishes. <laughs> but I feel like that like expectation of being even is really hard to like meet. That's a good point because everyone obviously goes through different seasons too, you know. Mm-hmm. So that that's a, and that's for a like, valid point. For Catherine and whatever and and her husband, um, like the, the season that they're in is just like a little bit uneven right now. And I feel like they just need to maybe have the conversation of figuring out what that – again, it's not numbers, but the that whatever that percentage or that balance is for them. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure he's feeling the same way in a different way of like feeling like, uh, like obviously I'm sure he wants to support and and work or whatever. He's obviously pursuing this dream, and I'm sure he's feeling that like insecurity a little bit too of like that she's feeling in a different way. But they can talk about it and and find figure out some compromise. I really think that like finding something outside of work is huge. Because I think people can get so sunk into their work, which isn't a bad thing. Like you should be focused on your work when you're working. But when you're not working, you should find something that is so different from your work and your normal pace of things that it snaps you out of it. Like like we were saying, bowling, mini golf. Maybe it's just like going to the park and just going for a walk. Maybe it's camping on a weekend. I don't know. It's like... Literally anything that can separate you from the normal mundane tasks of waking up, going to work, coming home, having dinner, going to bed. You know, it's just like you got to break up that flow of things. Otherwise, yeah, that's you're good. Feel like you're stuck in a cycle and you're just doing the same shit over and over and over again. What is y'all's things that you do? Like when you guys are home, like home after work, like 
tired and stuff, like what's the one thing that y'all do together that you look forward to that's not work related? I mean, Honestly, just having dinner together is like a, a yeah. big thing. Like when we have dinner together and we just watch something. Watch something. At home. We're mm-hmm. we're homebodies in that sense, but like last night, like we went out with a friend, and that was really nice, and it was yeah. um, like very much needed thing. Like we don't go out very often, but afterwards, coming back home, we're like, wow, that was that was fun. Like we had a really good time, mm-hmm. even though it's yeah. just a simple thing: going to a friend's house, having some food, a couple drinks, then going to a bar, and then walking back to our friend's mm-hmm. place and just hanging out for a bit. It's little things yeah. like that that add up. And just getting us out of the house. I feel like we kind of reconnect too when we, because when, when we're home, it's like as safe as that feels, like eating dinner and watching TV together. Like that's our like nightly routine or whatever. Um, the moments we do go out like together and just are in the world, like on a date or for some event, like I, it, it is very fun to like see each other out. It's kind of hard to explain. Yeah. I feel like we can like reconnect. Like- different stimuli coming to you so yeah. then, like we experience different things when like you're at home it, like you're, you're just on a in, neutral ground yeah and that's lovely and, and fun but i sometimes you get in that like routine of it and it's kind of nice to shake that up a little bit and you know i know we go we go really crazy going out going out for a date <laughs> i was saying hey 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 take it easy but uh, I think recently, uh, I don't know, Evan posted it. Maybe you posted it. It was a beautiful uh, picture of Evan, and there was, like, mountains in the back with a sunset. Yeah, it was a date night. Shit, it was just you two? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was beautiful. Shout out to Castaway and Burbank. And and Jacob and Cassidy for the gift. Yeah, it was a Christmas gift, a, a Christmas date night. Oh, it was. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, that looked beautiful. It's gorgeous. Yeah, just like things like that, you know, just like going out to dinner. And like getting dressed up and like even though we're just going with each other, like just it feels fun. I feel like we should have a relationship uh, episode, but just like with y'all giving advice (laughs) on relationships, to be quite honest with you. Um, I think that would be fun. I'd be down for that. Hannah, are you looking for maybe a monthly spot on this show? (laughs) I know where you live, so keep that uh, in mind when you answer. And I know what you do on a nightly basis now, so. Uh, yep. You know. <laughs> we'll you know, see. Yeah, don't commit to it. You know what I mean? I know you're having a horrible time, but Evan, maybe maybe try to convince her a little bit, you know? I'll see what I can do. I'll, I'll have my people get in contact. I've been with sweating this whole time, anxious. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's a good time to shut it down. I think we gave some good advice to Catherine, um, and I, I hope the best. <laughs> I hope the best. (laughs) I hope the best for you, Catherine. (laughs) Hannah, thank you so much for joining us, giving some great advice, uh, some real advice, some good advice. (laughs) Some actual advice for once. My God. Yeah. It was needed. It really broke up the flow of JR and I. Oh, hearts. Oh, shh. Yeah. Well, let's shut this thing down. Count it down, JR. Count it down. All righty. You ready, Hannah? Yep. Three... Two, one. Start the music. Yeah. (laughs) Good stuff.
Advice Would Be Nice is an independent production created by Evan James Henderson, featuring J.R. Gomez. All music is created by David San Miguel. If you're a business owner who wants to have advertisements on the show, please contact ejhpodcast at gmail.com. All advice given on the show is for comedic purposes and at the discretion of the listener to take it.